Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the weekly weather outlook and update of the UNL Crop Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hunt, speaking to you from Hardin Hall on East Campus here in Lincoln. Started by taking a look at a couple of different uh, events to highlight. Uh, first, the University of Nebraska On-Farm Research Network is hosting some different meetings later this month. Uh, so on February 20th, there is a meeting at the Eastern Nebraska Research Extension Education Center, or NREC, uh, in Mead. Um, and then on February 21st, which is a Wednesday, there um, are meetings in uh, Beatrice at the Holiday Inn and at the Knight Museum and Sandhill Center in Alliance. On the 27th, which is a Tuesday, there is a, an event at the Holthus Convention Center in York and the Buffalo County Extension Office in Kearney on Wednesday, February 28th. All meetings will begin at 9 o'clock local time with check-in and refreshments occurring 30 minutes beforehand. The meetings are free to attend, but pre-registration is required for all participants. Let's start by taking a look at the conditions across the state right now. Uh, most places in the state are seeing sunshine and uh, relatively mild temperatures this time of year. Uh, we'll get to temperatures in just a second. Um, northeastern and parts of north central Nebraska are dealing with some low stratus uh, and have been for most of the day. Uh, and there's a couple of clouds, scattered clouds in the southern third of the state as well. Uh, but for the most part, skies are uh, either clear to mostly sunny for most of the state. And temperatures right now range from the mid to upper 30s in north central northeastern Nebraska, where they have been socked in with clouds all day, uh, to the low 50s in some parts of southwestern Nebraska. So just quick roundup of temperatures, uh, 47 in Scotts Bluff, 51 in McCook, 49 in North Platte, 39 in Ainsworth, 40 in Norfolk, 43 in Columbus, 49 in Lincoln, 49 in Beatrice, and 53 in Falls City. So for the most part, the next week will be fairly quiet. Uh, a couple of exceptions. The first major exception, of course, will be during the day tomorrow and into tomorrow night in parts of western Nebraska, particularly the Panhandle. Uh, so there's a storm system moving into the southern plains, and the low pressure is oriented such that you know we'll be getting some decent return flow up this way and upslope flow uh, into the higher elevations of western Nebraska. That should produce some snowfall. Um, I think most of that uh, area of the Panhandle is under winter weather advisory uh, for about two to four, maybe five inches of snow in some spots. Again, we're not looking at significant amounts of accumulation, uh, but enough accumulation, enough snowfall that uh, hazards, uh, you know, travel might be slightly ha hazardous for periods of time tomorrow. Uh, I don't think we're anticipating any major road closures. Temperatures in that part of the state tomorrow will be somewhat colder uh, with the snowfall and the cloud cover. Uh, but I think most of the state can expect temperatures tomorrow to be uh, in the upper 30s to low 40s, uh, maybe mid 40s as you get closer to the uh, Kansas or Missouri borders in eastern Nebraska. And I think for most of the next four or five days after uh, after Saturday, I think we are looking at temperatures being uh, continue to be fairly mild, particularly in the eastern portion of the state, uh, but not as mild as we've been here in recent weeks. So in the recent weeks, last couple of weeks, we have been uh, predominantly upper 40s to 50s. Uh, even last week, we saw some highs in the low 60s in parts of eastern Nebraska. Uh, so I think we're going to be about 10 to maybe 15 degrees cooler than that for most of next week. 
Uh, but I still think we will have, um, you know, we will still be somewhat mild and mostly sunny. I think most days through Thursday, we should have a good amount of sun uh, in the state. So again, all of the main impactful weather will be well to our south for at least through Thursday. Uh, the question becomes after Thursday, you know, do we stay somewhat mild or do we transition back into a colder regime that we haven't seen since about the, you know, say 20th of January or so, and we had a snowfall. So earlier in the week, there was uh, some signal in the models that we would get to, you know, more of an Alberta Clipper type system moving into the region that would uh, give the eastern two-thirds, at least the eastern two-thirds of the state, a chance of seeing some accumulating snow, uh, you know, not significant amounts of snow, but some amount of snow and some colder temperatures. And by colder, I mean temperatures that were are more seasonal to maybe a little bit below average, so highs in the 20s uh, to low 30s, not highs in the single digits or sub-zero with, you know, really, really cold uh, overnight lows, uh, just more your typical cold February weather. Uh, and then, so we saw that earlier in the week, and then you know, Wednesday, Thursday, probably the late Tuesday run, Wednesday, Thursday, and the run from last night, you know, it was looking like, you know, trending a little bit wilder and that the colder air was mostly going to stay locked up in uh, Western Canada and into the Northern Plains, Northern Rockies of the U.S. So again, it was going to, it was expected to spill into the U.S., uh, but mostly staying north, uh, well north of Nebraska, uh, you know, with maybe having an, a you know, bit of an intrusion as we head into the next weekend. Well, you uh, the latest runs uh, from earlier today uh, you know, that I took a look at earlier this afternoon are now showing, you know, a deeper penetration of some colder air into the state as we head through Thursday night into Friday with chances of snow on the next Friday. Uh, you know, again, it didn't look like a, you know, we're not talking blizzard conditions. It doesn't didn't look like um, a four to six inch type snow. This looked more like a, you know, a quick one or two inches with maybe, uh, you know, some breezier conditions, but nothing that's really going to, uh, cause any significant issues uh, or too many major travel headaches. Certainly nothing like we saw back in mid-January where we had a lot of roads closed because of major drift, uh, drifting of snow. Um, so I think we're kind of done with, I don't think we're looking at that. Um, you know, again, I, I kind of want to see more run-to-run -run variability uh, before I feel confident saying, or I want to see more run-to-run -run consistency, rather not variability. I want to see more run-to-run -run consistency where I feel confident saying that, yeah, we are going to see a good chance of snow and some colder weather as we head into the later portions of this next week. Um, so again, I feel pretty confident saying that uh, mild and mostly sunny uh, Sunday through Wednesday, maybe even a Thursday for most of the state, uh, you know, temperatures a little closer to average in the Western portion of the state than the central and Eastern portion of the state, uh, but mostly uh, highs in the forties predominantly. Uh, but again, it's a later portion of the week that uh, things get a little bit more up in the air. Uh, and I think that's a little bit more that probably could be true for most rest of the month, you know, because I think the, uh, you know, I think we were mostly looking at just occasional intrusions of colder air. I'm not seeing strong signal, particularly from the MJO, that we are looking at having cold air move in and settle in for most most month of February, at least in the second half of February. Now, I do think that the back half of the month is going to be colder. I feel very confident in saying that the back half of February is going to be colder than the first half of the month. Um, you know, but the caveat there is that, you know, the first half of the you know, first seven days of February were basically the warmest on record. 
uh, or a top five warmest up record, depending on part of the state you're in. So Western Nebraska, maybe closer to the, you know, top five. It was a warmest start to February on record in northeastern east central Nebraska. Uh, and most other climate divisions or crop reporting districts were second warmest on record. Uh, so, I mean, being colder than that isn't necessarily um, isn't going to take a whole lot since we've been having a lot of days of highs in the 50s recently. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's a difference. I think the question is, are we colder in the sense that we're, you know, highs in the upper 30s to mid 40s? So, in other words, you know, more average to slightly above average for this time of year. Uh, or are we looking to maybe transition to something where we have, you know, more swings between the upper 20s for highs and the upper 40s for highs? Uh, so going back and forth between somewhat mild conditions and somewhat colder conditions. Uh, so I think all of that still is a little bit uh, uncertain at this point. Uh, I, my better sense of judgment would be that we will be mostly on the milder side as we head the later portion of February. And I think that's important news for anybody listening to this that's, uh, you know, that's been uh, got calving season going on here. That's we're entering calving season. So anybody that's, uh, you know, interested or is concerned about that. I, I don't think we're looking at, I don't see any really, really intense cold coming into the state in the next uh, two weeks. And I, you know, maybe we're done with that for the remainder of this winter season. Uh, but, you know, we, we I, I cannot rule out having a couple of mornings, uh, particularly the northern uh, third to quarter of the state is being of uh, having a few morning lows where it's in the single digits to low teens, uh, which, you know, by this time of year is getting to be a little bit more below uh, seasonal norms. Um, but, you know, we've gotten used to being, um, you know, particularly in eastern Nebraska, we've had a lot of mornings here lately where we haven't even dropped below 40. Uh, so lows in the teens would feel somewhat colder. Uh, but again, I, I don't think we're looking at major, any major blizzards or uh, any major really, really significant cold snaps that would have a... Uh, a uh, significant impact on cattle health and on the um, you know, on on birthing, uh, so I think that's good news. But I mean, I will keep you updated on this. I mean, so if I start seeing um, you know more signal that we are going to indeed start really bringing down some of this colder air that has been locked up in Western Canada into our area, into the Central Great Plains or Western Corn Belt, then you know I, I will let you know by early next week or when I start seeing more evidence that is more likely because uh, you know some of those temperatures may be a little bit more problematic uh, as we head into the later portion of the month. Uh, so just in terms of some updates, uh, the drought monitor was, was released yesterday morning. Uh, so we actually did see uh, parts of 20 different counties saw improvements across the state. Uh, one category improvements that is across the state. And, uh, you know, we saw a majority of like Franklin and Kearney counties, for example, got, uh, uh, you know, one category improvement. So we now actually have about 65% of the state that is free of both uh, abnormal dryness and drought. That's the best that we've been in the state since uh, June, the map ending um, or from June 23rd to 2020. And, um, you know, again, we are just kind of gradually been making some pretty good improvements uh, going back about three or four months across the state. Um, you know, I know we kind of had a little drier fall that I was hoping for, you know, particularly here in the Eastern portion state, but I think, you know, just given what we've had in the last, say, two, two and a half months, we have had decent precipitation. And just given the, you know, how mild most of this winter has been, and we've maintained uh, uh, mostly thawed ground, that the moisture that we have had has been mostly kind of going in. Uh, so we have seen some pretty, you know, we can continue to see improvements in the soil moisture percentiles. Uh, you know, if you go back and take a look at, um, 
uh, maps from, say, the first part of October compared to now, we've really actually have seen some very significant improvements uh, in soil moisture across the state. And that's you know, one of the reasons that we are seeing the improvements on the drought monitor um, is because, you know, it's not just because we've seen additional precipitation. So we are seeing uh, some concrete evidence that we are getting uh, some actual relief in the soil profile. We are getting more moisture, you know, into our soil profile. Now, that is not to say that we have fully recharged in a lot of the, you know, high, most important areas of the state in terms of uh, corn and soybean production. I still think we've got a little ways to go before we really fully recharge soils in some places, you know, just given uh, some of the long-term deficits that we have. And we certainly still have some pretty significant uh, longstanding uh, hydrologic issues. You know, I'm, I'm sure some of you, uh, that listen to this, you know, you, you probably know that your ponds, you know, your ponds may still be very, very low, and then you know, that's going to take, you know, additional precipitation, and probably in some cases, some pretty significant precipitation events to really get that back up. We were hoping, uh, you know, pretty much all indicators right now, uh, both, you know, in terms of the dynamic models, um, most of them are all showing wet here this spring, particularly March. Uh, you know, maybe lasting through May. Historical precedent would suggest that March will be somewhat wetter across this region. Uh, and, you know, probably somewhere around average temperature. So, again, I think, you know, unless we have some, unless we really turn sharply colder here than what is currently expected later this month, I do think we will maintain relatively thawed ground for most of the rest of the winter. And I think that any of the precipitation in the form of rain that does fall in the month of March would mostly go in into the soil profile, uh, which, you know, again, I think that would set us up uh, for a much better start to the growing season that we had this past year. Uh, speaking of warmth, uh, you know, again, I, I did mention a little bit ago that we've, um, you know, had a record warm start to February. Uh, for the winter as a whole, um, you know, depending on what part, what part of the state you're in, we've either uh, well above average for the winter or just somewhat above average. Uh, so northeastern, east central Nebraska, uh, those sections of the state, uh, generally running well above average for the winter. Uh, central and western Nebraska have been, you know, they're not, they're still above average, but they're um, not quite as above average as the eastern portion of the state. And, you know, again, some of that is because, uh, you know, some of that colder air was intense a few more days early in central and western Nebraska, it was further east. And just frankly, temperatures are colder on average in midwinter in northeastern east central Nebraska. They are at the same, at, you know, the same uh, latitude further toward the west is because of uh, you, you tend to have colder air masses in the eastern portion of the state. Uh, and, you know, you get more downsloping northwesterly, you, you get more downsloping uh, winds in the winter in western Nebraska. It can keep you a little bit warmer. Now, that does tend to flip as you get into, you know, in the spring, certainly by the time you get in April, it tends to be much warmer in eastern Nebraska than western Nebraska, as you probably all um, know that uh, it can be 75 degrees over here in Omaha and Lincoln. Uh, other portions of eastern Nebraska, and you can be getting uh, blizzard conditions in Alliance and Saturn. Uh, so, I mean, that's sort of the trade-off for having some, you know, much nicer, occasionally having much nicer days in the winter as you do uh, have that risk for uh, more um, late, you know, more spring snow and uh, significant cold uh, at that time of year compared to what you would get um, over here. Uh, again, just uh, ground temperatures, uh, sorry, soil temperatures at four inches, uh, you know, taking a look at temperatures across the mesonet. Uh, generally safely above freezing pretty much everywhere. Uh, you know, some sites are closer to the mid thirties. Uh, most sites kind of range between 39 and 43 across the state. Uh, I think they'll, we'll probably tick down a little bit next week as we're going to spend a little bit more time below freezing overnight, not going to get quite as warm during the days we've uh, been this last week, but I anticipate those, uh, 
uh, generally staying above the freezing mark as we head um, in through this time next week. And I think that about wraps it up for this week. So that uh, concludes the weekly weather uh, update for the week ending February 10th, 2024.